Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. David and we are the internet's premier Star Trek fan podcast. That's right, you heard it here first. Yee. We tackle Star Trek, Stardate by Stardate, and today we are going to finish Star Trek Enterprise season season three with the final episode twenty four zero hour. You can catch us on all major podcasting platforms, um, Spotify, Apple, whatever. We're we're on them all. Um, if you like what you hear, you can send us a book or two on Patreon. And uh, oh, I got to tell him I'm sorry. What are we sorry for? Is there uh, anything? Yeah, really sorry that this coronavirus thing has been yeah. going on for as long as it has. I'm it, sorry. It's too bad. Um, but, uh, but we got our TP. We got our smokes. We're good. <laughs> Did you listen to an older episode? No, no. I just, rem- I just remembered wow. when we were talking about it. That's a blast from the past. Yeah. That we're still living through. Yeah. What a nightmare. You know, on the, on the topic a of... Blast uh, from the present. Uh-huh. Uh, on the topic of uh, 2020, mm-hmm. um, did you read the uh, New York Times article about uh, UFOs today? No. Um, well, some of the highlights are that they for sure have things that no human could have made and are presumed to be... Of some extraterrestrial nature. Who's they? The government? The U.S., yeah. Mm. Um, and apparently they're shooting for a, a more transparency in that division of the Navy. Hmm. Naval intelligence. Well, I know they released that video. Well, yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, they've kind of been ramping up to this point. Interesting. Um, I, I read some... If there's ever a year to do it, let's just let all the floodgates go now. Yeah. Apparently in, in uh, well, maybe not this week. It's either this week or in November. Oh, there's there's gonna be <laughs> it's a broad fucking range. <laughs> I can't remember. Maybe it's both, but apparently there's a couple asteroids that are gonna be within a, like a couple million miles of Earth. Hmm. God so, willing, I hope it lands right on me. Okay, and uh, 
Are you yeah. planning on traveling anywhere soon? To another dimension oh. to find Epstein and the other reptiles. <laughs> reptiles. Reptiles. Um, all right. Yeah. Stardate 0214215.4. It's a Thursday. It's a Thursday. Yes, sir. In space. In space. The episode starts where we last left off, which is uh, Archer and crew. A small crew. Archer. Oh, yeah. Reed. They're on Degra's ship. Yep. They're pursuing the oh, reptiles. Oh, is the pilot there? No, the pilot's with T'Pol. The pilot's with T'Pol, like the ensign. <laughs> and uh, we get a, we kind of get a glimpse into the reptile ship and they're, they're raising oh, their mice. Oh, yeah. This opens up with uh, them eating mice. Mm-hmm. They say, raise your mice, brothers. Cheers uh, from Iraq. To the avians, who are species definitely evolved into it at some point <laughs> but they got wiped out and we're still around it's weird yeah yeah um <clears throat> they're like the neanderthals of the lizards mm-hmm. and they stayed lizards whereas the homo sapien lizards became the avians yeah that's a great plot hole mm-hmm. um you know if they had just made them the dominant race before the wars jesus would have come back and they would have never canceled enterprise there I you heard. go you know nothing like mice in the am before destruction of a planet <laughs> 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 Praise Yahweh. Is that your, uh, is that like, you know, the, your, uh, um, it's like a champagne, your strength and honor, mm-hmm. you know, that's like taking a shot at tequila before running into battle. You know, that's like some Hemingway shit. What's the guy from, uh, uh, 300 Leonidas. It's like Leonidas's speech condensed into a single Mo- mouse mouse ceremony, mouse eating ceremony. <laughs> yes. Mm hmm. It was just as thrilling. I'm glad they didn't eat, like, eggs that were too big for their jaws, because they would have had to unhinge their jaws, <laughs> and then we would have had to watch them digest a giant egg. I'm just kind of upset that they didn't, like, that they don't have sharp noses to poke out of the eggs that they're born in. <laughs> yeah. Real missed opportunity there. That's so funny. The egg tooth. Uh-huh. Yeah, the egg tooth. <laughs> Um, and yeah, whatever. So they're like, they're on Degra's ship and they're like on their way. And, and dad says, you know, dad and Hoshi are trying to hack into the Degra's stuff because mm-hmm. Degra was the guy that was, I guess he was eventually going to fire the weapon. So Degra has all the launch codes and mm-hmm. stuff. And, uh, he's like, yeah, I need to get this over to Hoshi. And Ho- he's like, and Reed's like, oh, you can't do that. She's not, she's not good to go. And dad says, can you transfer that onto a pad? You know, like a space pad? Space pad, now! <laughs> yeah, I enjoy that, um, I, I think the uh, arboreal goes, or two hours away. And, um, you know, they're, they're, they're saying, okay, great, we're almost there. Mm-hmm. And then Reed goes, I'm Reed, weapons guy. It may be faster, but we're not as well armed. And which dad replies, we will need to destroy it from the inside. Looks away with overacting. Weapons guy. Um, <laughs> just... Have you ever watched anything else with backs in it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's uh That's what he does. He's a ham. That he's guy made a career a out of, like, being a ham. Being a ham bone. It's amazing. I've seen him on CSI. He's just... He's a ham through and through. I tried watching it. Mm-hmm. Inconsistent accent. Yeah. Love him to death, though. <laughs> Love him. Back on Enterprise, T'Pol and uh, Trip are commanding these days. 
And uh, Enterprise is really looking like shit. It's looking like shit. It's looking like shit. Tripp and T'Pol are talking about the Sphere Builders, mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, Tripp's getting all miser, uh, not miserly, but he's trying to commiserate about the destruction of Earth and yeah. this and that. And T'Pol tells him that the Sphere Builders are coming for Vulcan, okay, Daddy? So we need to go do this anyway. It's not all about your sister. It's about my sister, too. I have many I sisters. I have sisters. Even though I'm 60... Oh, is that the next episode? That's next episode. No, yeah. I, I know. How do we know that? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> We're predicting. What do you mean there's nothing you can do about epidermal decay, flocks? Oh, yeah. So they're, they're planning on essentially dismantling these spheres and they're rerouting power to the somewhere other and they're going to shoot a beam at it and uh, they got to go into this kind of gooey stuff and apparently it's not good for humans. Allegedly. So Phlox has to develop some sort of vaccine to protect them against it. And uh, so that that's where that plot leaves off for now. Meanwhile, <laughs> back in the chase scene, um, the reptiles are like, how close are we to Earth? Because <laughs> they lick their eyes and stuff. <laughs> and uh, he says, oh, we got like an hour or so. And I, I love how the sphere this whole time has just been referred to as the weapon. Like, it's not referred, <laughs> like, referred to like as the duck, duck, or whatever, you know. <laughs> the like, X5. The X, yeah, whatever. <laughs> like, it's just the weapon. Starkiller base, Death Star, X-Tube, something. Yeah, yeah. It's just the weapon. <laughs> and then... <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I find it ironic that the Sphere Builders are the ultimate villains, mm -hmm. and the Zindi built a sphere mm -hmm. to destroy a planet. Yes. Reap what you sow. Yeah. That's what happens when you get into the spear-making business. Is uh, It's not good. Not good at all. So on, <laughs> on board Degra's ship, they're coming up with a plan. And Dad says, all right, we're going to have to go in there. I, we're gonna bring Hoshi with us. Reed, <laughs> you'll be in charge of Hoshi. I'll be in charge of kicking ass. Yeehaw! Yeehaw! And they develop a little bit, little bit of a plan, mm -hmm. you know, to get on on board there. And his dad walks back to his quarters. He gets transported into the future again. Again. By who? By Daniels. Daniels. You mean the same Daniels from before? The same Daniels oh in my his God. cool black suit. Jesus Christ! You know that guy doesn't age at all. Mm -mm. You know, ever, e ever. Nope. He's never aged, I think. Yeah. Um, I, I think even if, e even if there was... <laughs> even if there was, like, something bad to happen, I don't think he'd age anyway. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I don't know. But what does he show Dad? You know what would be... Oh. Well, yeah, I'll, we'll get there. But you know what would be really weird is if a certain part of him aged and a certain part of him reverted back to fetal stage. Yeah, like he's in some sort of like cellular, you know, disruption throughout. Mm -hmm. um, like your penis. Like if you went through that sort of thing with your penis and it was like fetus size, you'd be like a grown man with a baby penis. Oh, micro peen. Just a baby one. Oh, baby peen? Yeah, just an undeveloped peen. Can you remember what your baby peen looked like? No. <laughs> you know, so, you know how there are certain memories that you hold on to as a kid? Mm hmm I remember being pretty young and remembering what my baby peen looked like. <laughs> how old were you? Um, I was probably six or so. Mm. Um, and I can't get that image out of my head. I go, go to bed peen. to it. I wake up to it. I... <laughs> it haunts you to this day. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, it's pretty similar. Hmm. Yeah. 
No, I can't say I remember what mine looks like. I never really paid atten- much much attention to mine. Okay. I'm on to bigger and better things yeah. in this world than carnality and things. What? Anyways, <laughs> Daniel says, hey, Dad, not to put a lot of pressure on you, but you know how you're thinking about hopping on that sphere? Don't do it. Don't. There's Don't. a federation you need to save, okay? And, uh, you know, it's going to be with Andorians, Vulcans, all these type of dudes. Not putting any pressure on you. Just, you know, think about it. And Dad says, screw you, Daniels. Send me back to my timeline. I'm hopping on that sphere. I love how uh, Dad just doesn't understand the gravity of a, of a federation of planets, and mm-hmm. he literally isn't listening. Nope. He's on a one-track mind. Dad's like, I gotta get that sphere. I gotta get it. And then, uh, you know, so he says he's gonna be the one to blow the charges. He'll be the last one off. Mm-hmm. Classic Dad. Hero. Um, Hero Dad. And, uh, you know, he, he looks at Reed, and Reed's like, you can't do it. I'll do it. Listen, I'm the weapons guy. I'll be the last one. And dad goes, I don't have a death wish, Malcolm. I can see how you would think that with my acting ability that I would be on a one-way trip to meet my trip to meet my maker. Uh-huh. But I'm not. I'm not okay. And then and then it cuts back to Phlox, who's so okay with dying. Yep, he's fine. He doesn't care. Putting his affairs in order. <laughs> it's just another day. And please tell my first wife's third husband... And, and, her, he can, and her daughter. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> How many stepchilds is that removed, you know? Do you want to know the best part? Is that this would require a human mm-hmm. traveling to Denobula. Mm-hmm. So, assuming they fail. <laughs> yeah. Right? There's no Earth. His affairs aren't going That's to true. be in order. Yeah. He should have called a Vulcan. He should have, yeah. Or a Denobulan, for Christ's sakes. Why does he only talk to a human doctor that he befriended in doctor space? <laughs> camp <laughs> you know like what the fuck uh love him to death though yeah um, or he should have just sent it out in a message in a bottle and hope he gets it one day yeah in the tides of space and <laughs> and <laughs> so, so paul comes in she says am i interrupting something he says, no i'm just putting my orders to get or my my things in order and uh I, I wanted to note something here that we've been touching on a lot lately it's at this point that Ensign Mayweather, hence referred to or previously referred to as the pilot. He's the pilot. He pages to Paul in Med Bay, and I swear to God, the Netflix subtitles, they they have his title as man, not as Mayweather. <laughs> oh, no. So it says man. And it's like even Netflix knows at this point that he's fucking falling off. He's like, Paul, you got to get to the thing where we're, we're coming up on this thing, and it just says man. Oh, my God. And then everything else says to Paul. Yeah, Mayweather. Fox, Trip, you know, it's like it has it has all the perfect. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, if you go back and watch it or if anybody hasn't watched this on Netflix, pay attention to that to that moment cuz it I mean, it's just a sign that he's completely fallen off. Like even Netflix is like, we don't know who that is. Yeah, who's, who's speaking? Who? It's the fourth. It's the end of the third season. He's yeah. nobody. His character arc's over. And then on their way in because of the mm-hmm. anomaly that's forming around the sphere. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um, they have to go in the on. Goo. They have to go in on thrusters. Mm-hmm. And T'Pol goes, "Listen, pilot, I need you to do an impossible task." And he goes, "That's tying my hands, Commander." To which she replies, "You can do it. You're the pilot. Get you it pilot. Done. Get it done, pilot boy. You got to do it." And then, uh, <clears throat> you know, and then in another scene, Dad's trying to get Hoshi to do some shit, and mm-hmm. she's falling apart. And I, uh, my question is, Hey, David, yeah, how would you console Hoshi? 
because I'll tell you what dad does and then you can tell me. Maybe okay. maybe we're there. So dad yeah. dad um if I remember right goes, you know, if we succeed when this is all and over, uh when this is all over, we could you could go for some some real R and R. Mm-hmm. No problem. Yeah, he says I'll get you up to Norway and then we'll head out to the yard and we'll throw the old pigskin around. You get it. And she says, Yeah, anywhere without lizards. <laughs> and he grabs her and he yeah, I'd give her like a nice massage. Maybe okay. A kiss on the forehead. Uh huh. Put her to sleep, and then I'd solve it myself. And then I would, <laughs> I would attribute her, my success to hers. Wow. Yeah, that's the kind of captain I am. You're a good captain. Meanwhile, while this is going on, the reptilians drop out of warp, drop out of vortex, whatever, and uh, they blow up Yosemite Three. Our, our favorite satellite. No, not Yosemite 3. Those goddamn reptilian bastards blow up Yosemite 3. And Dad dad just can't take it anymore. That was the last That's straw. That's 40 people that they just 40? Mm-hmm. 30 to 40 full-time people. I would bet good money that no one ever brings up those 40 dead people ever again. Never. Like it never happened. Yep. And uh, we never learn about Yosemite 1, 2, 4, or 5. They, Dad, they canceled the satellite <laughs> missions. Yeah. Dad says, all right, guys, we're suiting up. We're, yeah. <laughs> they stop at uh, El Capitan. They name all, uh-huh. the, they name all the satellites after uh, Mac OS. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, cheap, cheap joke. Snow Leopard. What? Snow Leopard. Snow Leopard, yeah. Dad, at this point, says, all right, we're heading on, on board that sphere. Get we're... us in and keep them off your ass. And Dad says, remember, no heroics. That's my job. No heroics. It's at this point. Don't run. That Yeah, don't run. <laughs> it's at this point that... Who? Strand the man. Strand the man. Straight, Strand the fucking man. Straight out of Andoria. And then... Pops out and says, what up? What up? What up, pink skins? And Shran... Shran kicks fucking ass. He mops the floor. He would he <laughs> he snaps those little lizard necks like there's nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. And and he screams into the monitor to take his <laughs> ship and he goes and tell Archer we aren't even anymore. He owes me. This is like the third time he said that, by the way. Yeah, well they're trading debts. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're right. Um I fucking love that dude. He's such a he's so cute, I literally can't. No, I just can't. Yeah, no, <laughs> the character is arguably the most best, well, best written character mm-hmm. I've ever, ever come across. He's a uh, what do they call it? What what type of character is he? It's not it's not a Deus Ex, right? He's just like someone that shows up at the right time. Mm-hmm. I guess that would be a Deus Ex, right? I think so. Yeah, but he is. Uh, this is like. This is probably like number four or five that he showed up at, like just the, the right, right time. time. And we gotta, you know, we we better hope that in the future that we ally with someone as nosy as Tran, because <laughs> he's keeping tabs on us, and that's that's all him keeping tabs. You know, it's like I've been keeping track of you pink skins out there wrestling around in the expanse. We tracked when the, I mean, we tracked the vortex. What? This was technology that no one knows existed, but we did it. Um. I love him. He's so cute. I I literally can't with him. He's the best. Yeah. He's he's that he was the reason mm-hmm. outside of this show being a lot of fun. He's the reason why I fell in love with this show. Yeah. He's a great character. Um, and I'm glad he. Sh- I I hope he shows up more next season. You'd think so. Let's see. I love Jeffrey Combs. <laughs> I love him. He could be my dad. Yeah, he could. Be. I mean, if he's taking new kids. <laughs> 
Um, I wouldn't mind that. In fact, he might be number one. It's really a toss-up between him and uh, Keanu. Okay. Um, I want Scott. I want Scott Bakula as my dad. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I want him as like a part-time dad that like lives in like Martha's Vineyard that I visit like once every Christmas. Oh sure, mm-hmm. yeah. He'd give you cheese. He would. Yeah. Even though you're not supposed to have cheese. I'd show up and he'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> "What?" <laughs> you know. Even though you're not supposed to have cheese. <laughs> He's a little naughty. He's a little fun. He's like a fun uncle dad. (laughs) You know, he'd show up and he'd be working on the car in the garage. Uh Uh-huh. And he'd get there and he's like, hey, son. He starts wiping himself off with the oily rag. He gives you like a big sweaty dad hug and he walks in and you guys get a beer together. I could go with that. Mm -hmm. You know what? And he talks about, you know, what life is like being a big time lawyer in the city. Because that's your job. Because you're the successful son coming from a successful dad. Who's oh, now retired? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. That's the fantasy in my mind. Okay, no, I'm I'm with you. It's yeah. a much better fantasy than having <laughs> than being a a shitty two bit criminal, um, who then becomes a lawyer and then having your brother be a lawyer too, but like a super successful one. That's right. And he's just a dick to you the whole time. Yeah. You know, it's all good. Yeah. Is it all good? I mean, good riddance to Chuck. Fuck that guy. Yeah. It's all good, man. Um, it's all good. You know. Yeah, it is all good, man. I guess. I guess maybe I'll get there in the fifth season. I don't know. It looks yeah. like it's all going to be good, man, in that fifth season. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, just watch Better Call Saul. It's a great show. Fuck Chuck. Super I'm almost, into Jimmy McGill. I'm almost, I almost like it a little bit better than, uh, than Breaking Bad. I like Breaking Bad a lot, but I don't know. Yeah. There's something about this one. It's just uh, you get more, you get sucked into a story that's not like just so crazy i guess i'll give you my it's, it's more believable i guess <laughs> okay i know we're taking a bit of a tangent yeah. here uh Tange. yeah it tends away um Tange. it is a more believable mm-hmm. i think breaking bad's better yeah although i've been told this tense. fifth season mm-hmm. is supposed to be awesome um like literally the best it's ever been but for me the thing that I I guess I'm just a junkie for that feeling. Yeah. Of like high tension. Um yeah, that extreme tension and then yeah. never being let go mm-hmm. and going, "Oh fuck, I got to watch the next fucking episode." I could see why you would like Breaking Bad more. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's that whole show. No, yeah, and I I didn't realize it until seeing Better Call Saul. Mm-hmm. Cuz Better Call Saul is the same show and it's still great. It's just missing that like gritty that panache yeah well i mean the whole time you're thinking um uh asac schrader mm-hmm. um is gonna catch him you know yeah yeah anyway so back in the star trek world um <laughs> if you have thoughts on either show feel free to email us at oh. the star companion at gmail.com wow nice dude we'll, we'll happily talk about you uh, that those shows with you um but back in the star trek universe mm-hmm. Enterprise is going in ham on those spheres, and it's it's not doing too well. They're shooting stuff. They're shooting stuff. Blue lasers at the spheres. At the spheres, at a integral sphere in the sphere grid. Uh huh. And Dad. Sphere forty one. Sphere forty one. Dad and crew uh, descend upon the sphere heading for Earth, <laughs> and uh, him and Hoshi are trying to uh, basically blow it up 
initiate mm-hmm. the self-destruct sequence, which uh, reminds me, well, actually you remind me, when we build that ship one day, remind me not to put in a self-destruct <laughs> sequence because uh, that throws a wrench in so many people's plans. I, on the topic of self-destruct sequences, <laughs> let's discuss the fact that um, quite literally the inversion sequence mm-hmm. couldn't have been easier. No, it couldn't. It, like, the only thing that could have been easier was just making it a button. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and so Hoshi's working what's the password it's one two three four <laughs> they suck all the air out of the planet yeah, yeah. um oh yeah <laughs> space balls um Hoshi's given him the Hoshi's the one to crack the code and mm-hmm. she's she, she's the one giving Archer the order in order to do things first one on the left third one on the right whatever and she's cracking and she's getting shot at uh-huh and it's and, yeah go ahead and this you know we see this lizard come out of nowhere and there's a mako kid i don't know what his name is but the, by god this guy should get an award he comes in dude. and he fucking darth mauls dude a fucking asshole lizard they had a full-on fight cut scene yeah it was awesome he darth mauls some asshole lizard and then he gets qui-gon wow he just gets thrown down the fucking thing <laughs> <laughs> Stabbed and then Qui Gon. Yep. And then uh, Dad when... pops his his ugly face up and all looks like it's lost. And Reed comes in with a fucking god, kicks him right in the face. He like jumps down from I think the floor above mm-hmm. and slides a kick in and knocks that fool on the ground and says, "Welcome to Earth." And he goes, uh, "I think that's the last of a captain." <laughs> Assuming that he's been kicking ass the whole time as a weapon specialist. Job done. Job done. Hey, David. Zach. That's it. Time's up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then what What I love the most is... Uh, That's it. Time's up. Hoshi gets, you know, there's some bump and she gets yeah. knocked and she, the pad falls down mm-hmm. um, where Qui-Gon goes. Yeah. And she <laughs> literally has to remember the sequence. Just two more. We're talking about... A piece of digital media, mm-hmm. easily transferable to anything. Mm-hmm. You're telling me she didn't back that shit up to the cloud and get it on someone else's pad? Yeah. They brought one pad well, she to had save it, Earth? She had it on her iPhone, and she had it on her notes, but she didn't log into her Apple account on her iPhone, so oh. the notes the notes got lost. <laughs> okay, well, that, that, that clears that up. Meanwhile, back on board Enterprise... Everybody's turning into a rock fella, like the guy from Fantastic Four. It's ex- funny, except flocks. It's funny you say that because I thought they were all getting that disease from Game of Thrones. Mm. That uh, the one guy that was in love with Daenerys the whole time. Mm. Um, doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> I forget that guy's name, but he the... get, he gets some sort of like rock Aquaman? bass. Uh, like no, not not mm. him. No, it doesn't matter. I haven't gotten that far in Game of Thrones. You're never going to. I will. Uh huh. The guardians show up. They try to stop Enterprise. Doesn't... They're sticking their hands, their transdimensional hands, in the things. Doesn't go too good. They don't know how to shoot them. No. And then Flox chimes in with the just fucking rephase your 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 uh oh my god triangulate your Re- techno babble your phasers yeah, yeah, to phaser, this. Yeah. I remember, and no one goes. When did this guy become weapons guy? 
Doesn't matter. He figures it out. They're able to shoot him and stuff. Done. Spear's and, done. Done. And then, you Back know, on the spear with dad. Th- wait, before we get there. Before we get there. They got like 15 <laughs> minutes, you know, otherwise yeah. they all die and become these rock people. And at minute four, 14 and 59 seconds. <laughs> right about then, you know, Trip needs like five more seconds. Just give mm-hmm. me two. And then he goes fish in a barrel. What are fish? <laughs> What's a barrel? <laughs> That's what Flock should have said, mm-hmm. as well as DePaul. Although, I'll, I'll tell you something about DePaul. Go I think she it. would understand about Fish in a Barrel because she has got 20th century world history on lock. She does. I don't think you know how I know that, but I know that. She, yeah. Back on the sphere. Back on the sphere. Dad beats up Dolan, kills him, mm. blows him up. Shran does some cold-blooded shit. Which shit. Is, which is rather reptilian, if you ask me. But Whoa. Dad blows up that fucker. They're both cold-blooded. Yeah, they are. And They're, Dory is an ice planet. But they both have warm... <laughs> they both have warm hearts. Aww. Um, <laughs> and as Dad blows up Dolem and sets the charges on the sphere, he has this epic action movie run. Oh, I know. The, the explosions aisle. behind him and he's just running out. Um, that's after he He's put a fucking... He's such a goddamn ham. He's such a ham. <laughs> what a scene, dude. Archer blew up the big bad lizard and then mm-hmm. runs off in a blaze of glory. And uh, we don't know what happens to Dad. No, yeah. They, back on the... Um, back ba- on Enterprise. Back on Enterprise, they finally blow up the sphere and T'Pol goes, Now, Mr. Pilot, get us out of here. Mm-hmm. They get out of there. And they meet up with Degra's ship, you know, and... Before that, though... Oh, I'm sorry. T'Pol is having a chit-chat with, with uh, Trip, and she says... With oh. Daddy? Yeah. Daddy with, Trip? With Daddy Trip, and Trip says, Hey, you don't look so bad with that with that desert skin. She says, I'm only 66, <gasps> which makes Trip a pedophile. Thanks, Hollywood. Wow, what? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, she's only 66, which is pretty young for a Vulcan. Yeah, they have like 200 years. Yeah. So she's in the first quadrant of her life. Quadrant. Is that how you say that quadrant. word? Quadrant. That's how I say it right now for comedic effect. Oh. They meet up with Degra's ship and uh, they're like, oh, is dad going to come? Where's the dad? <laughs> is dad dad there? Come on, show us dad. And Reed comes through and he, he puts his arm on Trip and he says, you look... Uh, trip dad ain't coming home yeah he, uh, he ran out to go get some, <laughs> get some smokes, smokes. <laughs> and he, uh, we haven't seen him since dad didn't make it dad's across town right now with a different family no his own his and own. you could do that you could do that you back could, in the 70s probably even in the like i'd say in the mid 1940s yeah you could probably get lost mm-hmm. um, you could probably do it now too yeah you think so Oh, dude, if so, if you moved across uh, Los Angeles and left me without a dad. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wouldn't be able what? to find <laughs> um, Yeah, and then, uh, you know, the arboreal goes, your dad's sacrifice will not be forgotten. Yep. He's pretty clued on dad terminology he is. as well. He calls him dad as well. It's pretty cool. They they say, ah, the aquatics are coming. We'll take you back to Earth. And they, they take him back to Earth. And uh, they take a escape pod down to earth and uh they get shot at by planes bullets bullets bullet planes in it and uh i think they're p51s p51s just judging on the image of them i don't know and trips like hey what's going on why are you shooting at us yeah what the fuck why are you guys 
And it's at this point. Commander Trip. What? I'm Trip. It's at this point that we cut over to Dad, and Dad is in a in a tent. Uh oh. And uh, who has him, Zach? Who has Dad? <sighs> Some filthy fucking Nazis. Some fucking goddamn Nazis. I fucking skags. hate Nazis. Skags. They're skags. They're skagging Nazis. Filthy skags. Um. And that's how the season ends. And that is how the season and ends. And that's a great way to end a season is with Nazis. Oh, not saying the Nazis are good. Okay. I'm just saying. Oh, I'm glad we cleared that up. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying they're they're good for tension. Um, so I have a couple final things to say. Do it. One. Yeah. Um, when they were looking at, you know, that beautiful blue marble in the sky. Mm-hmm. Um, don't you think they'd have been able to see the gaping hole through fucking Florida? Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> anyway. Uh, moving on point. there. Um, I it's feel like still, uh, it's still on fire. <laughs> Literally, like months later. Um, in a special feature on the season four DVD, Connor mm-hmm. Trenier, um, oh, uh, you know the international coxman. Mm-hmm. No, 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 that's Trip. Actually, Connor Trenier's Trip. Trips uh, says uh, misses his sister. Says he believes that the producers deliberately created an ending so ambiguous that had the series been canceled, the reaction to it ending that way would have been so negative as to make the network execs miserable, calling it a wily move on their part. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Uh, yeah. If it if it did end there, I'd be like, wait, Nazis. Nazis? How are they going to get out of that? Um, it didn't end there. Though. No. We have another season to go. and uh, Yeah. I mean, and also, uh, T'Pol is sweet to the dog. She's super pained. Yeah. I think a lot of the confusion and uh, um, stress for T'Pol is, mm-hmm. does she love dad or does she love daddy trip? Yeah. Um, there's this weird sort of love Sex- triangle. Yeah. Tension. She, I have to say, I, I wrote a note down, but I didn't. I didn't t- talk about it. She is such a great actress, man. She's awesome. She's to see her for you know now three seasons act almost solely as a as a Vulcan, uh-huh. and then revert in this last quadrant <laughs> of season three into a emotional Vulcan. And to see that kind of unwinding and, it's amazing. and unfolding, it's like wow, she's she really she really nailed it. Yeah, no, she's acting her ass off. I think I remember um, telling you mm-hmm. years ago now that I think she's the second best Vulcan. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm there with you. Man. She's a brilliant I really like Vulcan. Her. Yeah, I really like her as a Vulcan. Um, fucking shocking. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, does the eyebrow? Th- I don't know. She nails it. She's just so serious. Yeah, and she never lets go of it. But you can see it kind of unf- uh, unraveling. You see here. the pain. She's mm-hmm. able to uh, show this stress and this pain and mm-hmm. this this wonder, vulnerability, and vulnerability through just her face. Mm-hmm. Um, it's amazing that she didn't like do anything else. Yeah, you know, God damn, that's the way to do it. Go out on top. Yeah, on top, <laughs> the canceled Star Trek Enterprise. <laughs> That's true. Which should have gone seven seasons. Did you notice the uh, allusion to it that in seven years you were going to create the yep. Federation? Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, um, this has been the Star Companion. Yes, sir. We're sorry, just because. Yeah, we are sorry. We're sorry this show gets canceled. Yeah, but the the silver lining to that cloud is that there are going to be many more fun iterations of Star Trek coming up. 
Yes. I'm particularly looking forward to the original series because yeah. uh, it's been on my radar for a long time to tear apart. Yeah. <laughs> something that something that you folks should know about me is uh, I really love Steven Seagal movies. <laughs> and I love them because, not for their entertainment value, but just because it's so bad uh-huh. that it's good. It transcends. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. You ever been so high that you're not high anymore? Yes. Yeah. It's like that. Okay. And that's a different level. That's the I would I would agree. Yeah. I would definitely agree. The, I, the original series has this melodrama to it. It does, yeah. You know? It's almost like a telenovela. And they do these up-close spaghetti western <laughs> yeah. views on them. Yeah. You know, and then there's Bone saying, you know, he's never going to a planet. He doesn't like going down. Just being an old crotchety bastard. It's great. It doesn't... Uh, I don't know. I think it's one of my... It's a show of the time. Yeah, it's a show of the time, and one of my favorite scenes in all of Star Trek, and I know this isn't the original series, mm-hmm. is that fucking tar monster that eats Tashi R. <laughs> That's the funniest shit. That's the funniest little bit I've ever seen. It is pretty funny. And it kind of, that, that vibe mm-hmm. is what exactly encapsulates the original series. <laughs> one of my favorite scenes is Troy floating through that like universe that, oh like, yeah <laughs> so stupid it's such a dumb scene favorite uh i think one of my favorite monsters mm-hmm. um is the crystalline entity yeah that thing shows no remorse dude <laughs> kills it's, a bunch of people it's literally a mineral <laughs> um, okay so as we well we'll get into it later but we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have enjoyed it, hop over to <laughs> patreon.com slash the star companion. Send us a few bucks. We have stickers. We have beautiful we stickers. And if you, uh, from now until we say otherwise, if you'd like a sticker, you email us, you, you email us your stuff, your personal information, all of it, all of it. And we will sign it for you. We uh, might draw a little picture. We might say, what up? Egg. Egg. Uh, continue listening to us on whatever platform you listen to us on, or hop over to a different platform. We're on all major platforms. And uh, until then, you take care of yourself, goddammit. Yeah, we'll see you soon. Yeah. Bye. Goodbye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.